Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toolbox. My name is Laquita Monley, and I'd like to take the time to give each of you a very special welcome to the show today. I'm excited that you all have joined us, and it is my desire that you will be blessed with tools that will help you grow as an entrepreneur, as well as tools that you will find valuable for your own personal growth and development. Today's show is sponsored by Covenant Press. We all know the importance of how we represent ourselves. The things we say and the things we do influence the people around us. It's all about the message we are sending, including the things that we wear. Christians can be more aware of the message we bring to others in their clothing with Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to wear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at covenantpress.com. That's www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get half off the purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenantpress.com, www.covenant-press.com to get half off your purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Tell your friends and family about covenantpress.com so we can all share the message. That's www.covenant-press.com. Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I have a delightful guest in the studio with me today. Her name is Miss Raquel May David, and Raquel is going to be sharing some powerful tools and tips with us today on business credit. We're going to be talking also about her journey, her entrepreneurship journey. She is the um, CEO and founder of Evolving Eve Consulting Services. Services. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. Check me out. <laughs> but Raquel is she's an amazing individual. She has a powerful story, testimony. Uh, but most importantly, she's going to share some tips with us about the importance of establishing what is business credit, how do we establish it, why do we want to use business credit and not our personal credit as we are building and establishing and expanding our brands. Having good personal credit is good. It's mm -hmm. great. We need it. But as entrepreneurs, we also want to separate those things. We understand the necessities of separating our personal from our business in terms of getting entities set up. That's a must. 
And now that your entity is set up, we also need to separate business credit from our personal credit. So, Tessa and Raquel, we're going to jump right into this journey. First and foremost, though, sis, tell us about you. Well, my name is Raquel May David. Um, (laughs) I have, I've actually been doing credit repair for 17 years. Um, It's, I have to be transparent. When I started this, it was a happenstance. Like I had just had my son. My son just turned 17. And so my business is 17 years old last month. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. And um, when I started, I just really I started because I thought my bank account kept getting overdrawn and I thought it was my credit. <laughs> That's why my credit <laughs> was so low was because my bank account get, kept getting overdrawn. And I didn't understand why my bank account was getting overdrawn because my paycheck hit Friday. And I was like, well, if my paycheck hits on Friday and I'm paying everything Thursday night, it should all wash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't understand. And then I got another job where my bank, where my paycheck hit on a Thursday. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm paying everything on Thursday and the bank is hitting on Thursday, why is all this happening? This didn't make sense. And then um, I didn't understand why when I got a credit card and they said you can make the payment on the 17th, why if I made this payment on the 17th at 10 o'clock, was it a problem? And didn't understand that they said you have to pay no later than two o'clock. Like you, <laughs> but I'm like, they just wanted to charge me fees because I'm young. Like, <laughs> like I never understood. What was that? I was like, this is why my credit is bad because y'all don't want to accept the payment. I didn't remember till three forty-five, so I paid you when I remembered. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how. Business is done, right? (laughs) That's not, first of all, that's definitely not affecting your credit. But if this is your behaviors, and this is what I think we're not taught, if the behaviors is a last minute procrastinating, um, I'm going to do it when I get to it behavior in in your banking, right? In the way that you're, but when you're spending your money, you spending it the way I want to spend it. (laughs) Then it's going to trickle over in your spending behaviors as Mm -hmm. it pertains to your credit. Mm -hmm. But I literally just started because I kept getting turned down for stuff and I did not know why. Interestingly enough, no one had explained to me, and this is a story that I never really tell a lot, but story time. So when I was 20, two mm-hmm. i got so when i was 20 i had my first apartment on my own and my name everything right mm-hmm. but because before then i was like living with friends we have roommates everything but i got my own apartment and i lived in ocala florida so i was like 19 going on 20. i had a townhouse that was a two bedroom two bathroom and i think i had to pay like three times the month and it was 555 dollars a month for my bedroom mm-hmm. okay Now, in Ocala, that was a little expensive, but your girl was doing great. She was right across the street from the college. And at that time, I was working, so I didn't necessarily see. It wasn't a big deal for me to come up with the three times the month rent, right? Interestingly enough, I went and I purchased a car that same year, and I did not have to put any money down for the car. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, why I had to pay for the apartment, but I didn't have to pay for the car. So the person at the car lot, he didn't know credit either. This joker says to me, "Oh well, because you have a job, we're not asking you for, <laughs> we're not asking you for a deposit." Oh. Not knowing 
that my credit score for my rental history, because I had none, right? I had mm-hmm. not done anything. Mm-hmm. And all of the apartments I had was always in someone else's name. Like I was, I was never on the lease. So mm. if the lease was broken or anything, and not that, not that apartments go on your credit unless you get evicted, of course. Mm-hmm. But I did not, again, I didn't know these things, but apparently I had a credit card that I had been paying. It was like a little $500 credit card. It started out at $200. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to 21, it was like a thousand dollars. So I had established on time payment history from like 18 until that time period when I went to go get my car. So what really had transpired was my credit history as far as on time payments was in this in the database. So mm-hmm. he was able they were able to leverage that to say, okay, she has a job. Her credit score for my auto loan was a high number because I had not owned it and owned anything. And my credit history from the payments that were on there were on time. So because of all of those boxes being checked, I was able to go ahead and get approval for everything that I needed. Mm -hmm. Right. So with that being said, it gave me the the go ahead to get this car that I thought was the car I'm a dream. It was a stingy car. Okay, it was a did you call it a stingy car? It was a stingy car, girl. Oh, me. So at that time, it was just, I only, my, my best friend had, um, she, she finally decided she kept having kids. I was like, but I only took one. I took the first one. The rest of y'all, I don't know who's going to fit in this car. It's me. <laughs> so, and they were like, well, what if we need to go with you? I was like, I'm sorry. It's a two seater and this is all that can happen. So that's no, why it's a stingy that I, car. That's a stingy car. It was a two seater. Right. Me all and right. her. Okay. And then they were like, oh, Raquel, what if somebody else needs to go with you? Um, you better access in his lap because <laughs> this was gonna happen right in the car. <laughs> it got total, long story short, I, it got total and I ended up getting another car. But because of the fact that I had been making on-time payments with that car, when I went to go get the next car, I mm-hmm. did not have to pay down on it. So a wow. lot of times we're not aware of the habits that we have. We're not aware of, and people in positions to give us this information mm-hmm. may not even know it either because I wasn't aware that this fella selling me the car, he's like, oh, well, you have a job. That had nothing to do <laughs> with what was going on as to what my score was. But I do always, um, I do always try my best to, mm-hmm. um, to tell that story so that people are aware, like, it's not just you that's not aware of what credit is and how it's established and what it does for people. So that's a, that's an amazing story. It reminds me of a story of mm-hmm. when Ben and I went to buy a car. Long mm-hmm. story short, we went to all of these places and nobody really understood why we were getting denied other than the fact that we were getting denied. And then we happened to meet one person, one salesman was like, look, there's nothing wrong with your credit. Like you guys don't have credit established. There's one negative thing that obviously you didn't do. So you need to get it fixed. And it's, and the funny thing is the people who you're submitting the credit applications through, like you mm-hmm. talking to the salespeople, they're yeah. not even legally supposed to tell you what's on your credit report. 
But we could come back and have another conversation about why that's stupid. <laughs> you can tell me no, but you can't tell me why. Oh, you'll get a letter. Nope. Yeah, you get a letter in the mail. You get a letter in the mail. But like, we'll, we'll come back and we can talk about the nuances of some of the stupidity that revolves around <laughs> personal credit. But and and I say that not that everything is stupid. It's like you know because there's not um, courses being taught in school about mm -hmm. how credit works, and mm -hmm. you get young people that are starting out in life and they don't understand that, they don't mm -hmm. have an awareness of it, and you give them rejection, but then you don't tell them why, or you don't tell them how to fix it. That's the education issue. So yeah. we'll have you to come back and talk. We'll we'll dive deeper into uh, um, how our society it's sets young people up for credit failure. Absolutely. But today we, you know, we're gonna talk about we're gonna dive deeper into because if you're an entrepreneur, you already mm -hmm. know that personal credit, that struggle, that journey, you know, whether you started out good and remained good or whether you started out bad, figured it out what you were doing wrong and then got good credit. Or whether you have bad credit right now, you're talking about liquidity. I'm bootstrapping this thing. I'm doing my business the best way I can. Y'all talk about credit. I ain't got no credit. Don't worry, everybody. End of this conversation. <laughs> you will have it. You will have it. You will know, and you will know who to contact to help you on your journey. So we know, we understand that business credit is separate from my personal credit. And so even mm -hmm. if you have bad credit, like mm -hmm. you ain't even got a score on the on the on the ladder. On the like docket. You know, on the docket. You ain't got a score. You just your credit that bad. Don't um, worry. Because business credit is different. Business and, credit is different. And a lot of people are not aware. So like on the personal side, you mm -hmm. can I think now they're going up to like 850, 900 is what, <laughs> what a lot of people say. I've personally only seen a score as high as 850 on the personal side. Mm -hmm. On the business side, however, the score, the highest number you can get is a 100. Mm -hmm. um, however, there are different things that you want to have in place in order to build business credit. So mm -hmm. one, you want to have an actual name registered. Mm -hmm. A lot of time, uh, a lot of times, like, and I've worked in the banking industry, so I've had people come into the banking industry and they're like, I'm a sole proprietor. And a sole proprietor means I am, this is Raquel. And I'm going around doing hair all day long. I may have a certification in doing hair, but mm -hmm. I, Raquel, as a person, I'm going from point A to point B and I'm doing hair and mm -hmm. it's just me. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when people do that, they normally work as a sole proprietor just themselves and they use their social security number mm -hmm. in order to do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they came into the bank and we're like, well, let's get you an EIN number or let's register you as a doing business as so that there's a separation mm -hmm. um, between it all. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening a lot of times is that um, businesses get started because it was originally a hobby or it was something that we enjoy doing. And then we don't transition all of the documentation over. Or a lot of people go get an EIN number, register with the state and boom, you're a business. Yeah, nah, that's not, that's not all. That's um, so I like to explain to people that your business name is your nickname, your EIN number is your actual name, and your DUNS number is your social security number. If you look at it in that perspective, those mm -hmm. are the three key things that you need to have in order to start building your business credit. Business credit is not taken under the same 
umbrella as personal credit. So business credit, you I don't know if everyone knows this, but under personal credit, there are four credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, and Anovis. Anovis is actually the fourth one in the United States. However, most banking in institutions and most lending locations use um, the three, which is Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Mm -hmm. On the business side, you have Experian and you have Dunn & Bradstreet. Dunn & Bradstreet is the oldest institution that records and houses business information. When you are registering your business on Dunn & Bradstreet, there's some key things that they ask you to have to legitimize who you are. Um, business email address. And as much as I love, love, love my Google, okay? I have my evolving eve coach at gmail.com. That sucker is 17 years old. It's about to be grown and lead a nest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to get a business email address that mm -hmm. actually reflected my website. Mm -hmm. You want to have a website so that they have some place to go to. And when mm -hmm. I say they, I'm talking about creditors. A lot of times creditors will go and check Duns and Bradstreet to make sure that you are legitimately who you say you are, right? So you want to have your business name, your EIN, your website, your telephone number. And I'm not talking about your telephone. And you can have, yeah, you can have a cell phone. And there's some people who like, for instance, um, there's a lot of realtors that have like a Google voice number. Mm -hmm. um, you want to have, um, they have an e-voice, which is 12, it's free for 30 days and $12 a month. Mm -hmm. um, they have Grasshopper. They have Ring Central. There's a mm -hmm. bunch of virtual phone numbers that you can allocate and have at very low cost for you to have a separate business number. You also want to have a business address. You That does not mean go out to JWC if you live in Colleen, Texas. <laughs> you get a suite. No, no, no. <laughs> you get a virtual address that will house your business. Legal documents can go there. Business statements can go there so that there is a, a separate entity outside of your business. Mm. Now, hear me out. There are some businesses that are home-based businesses. Mm -hmm. You might be making punch from your home or you might be babysitting and you're a daycare provider. That mm -hmm. is your actual place of business. So I can definitely understand you having that. But there's certain things that you wanna set in place, especially if you're looking to get funding, if you're looking to go and get grants, all of those things you wanna take into account while you are navigating the waters of building business credit. Make sense? It makes perfect sense. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you've laid down some nuggets here. Just so as a quick recap, we want to make sure that once we understand that the difference between my side hustle and my business mm -hmm. means I've established a legal entity. Yes. And upon establishing that legal entity, I've, I've gotten my EIN number and I've gotten that entity registered with the state that I live in through that, through that state principality. Yes. Uh, whatever it is, um, Secretary of State website. Yes. I've gotten that EIN number from the IRS. It's free. There's yes. no free charge ever. Free 99. And I've also established um, a relationship with Dun and Bradstreet, the oldest business credit reporting agency in the country. And it's free. Free. 
You do not have to pay for any of those things. You can do it on your own. Here's what I like to explain to my my clients. If you are going to do it on your own and you are not paying me, you are doing it for the free 99. I am team free 99. Okay. <laughs> However, if you're choosing to do it that way, what I what I urge you to do is to make sure you are taking your time through the process. Mm-hmm. If you misspell a letter, an, uh, if you misspell something, if you wanted it to be one O-N-E versus the number one, all of those things play a part mm-hmm. in what you are doing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not an attorney, so I always tell my clients you want to contact attorney if you're looking for trademarks and things of that nature. But whenever you're doing anything for your business, please make sure that you are laser focused because if you mess up that information on the irs.gov, baby, it is a good three, four hour whole time for them to go ahead and get it fixed. Absolutely. So you want to make sure that you're taking your time to complete those documentations so Mm -hmm. that it's seamlessly done and there are no hiccups through the process. Mm -hmm. So that what's on the irs.gov site is also on the Duns and Bradstreet's uh, system and it's completely in sync. Mm-hmm. Um, the credit report that's used is called the Paydex um, to calculate your numbers, and it basically tells tells the system if you're high risk or low risk as it pertains to your business. That's good. That's good. So we've we've covered that the power of Dun and Bradstreet. Why you want to have it? We've talked about having a business address, a business email, business mm-hmm. phone number. All of these things are necessary to begin setting your company up mm-hmm. to establish good business credit. Absolutely. Now, we've, we've gone through those things and, and that EIN number and that DUNS number are free. Mm-hmm. Exercise the free. Use the free. Just make sure you're paying attention and don't make a mistake. Absolutely. Uh, obtaining a virtual email, a virtual address okay. is simple. It's, it's different vendors that you can use to obtain that virtual address so that everything isn't coming to your home address. Uh, getting that website put up uh, is something that we talked about as well. You want to make sure that you have a website, even if it's a one page landing one page. page. You mm-hmm. want to have that social presence set up. It's necessary. I remember when I first uh, tried to um, apply for the Better Business Bureau, the first, they didn't ask me to show them my documentation of uh, that I needed to submit to the secretary, you know, that you get from secretary yeah. of state. They didn't want my articles. They didn't they want didn't any want that. What they wanted. They didn't what want they that. Want. They wanted my website. They wanted links to my social media. Like they wanted social proof. That so you that are the entity, entity that you claim you entity. are. Exactly. But not only that, people miss the whole listing their business on 411. I know mm-hmm. 411 is dead. You know, back in the day, because you know I'm 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 a little uh vintage. <laughs> so back in the day. You said vintage. I like that. I'm a little vintage. I'm a vintage <laughs> Chanel. Um back in the day, we used to have 411 that you would call and look up things. Mm-hmm. Businesses, uh, institutions such as banking, lenders, they still use that same system to go in and verify that you are who you are. It is free 99. Let me mm-hmm. tell you, you can pay for it. But you can go into it and go to 411 and list your business for the free. For the free. 
So now these are all these are three components that you need to start building. And all the time you can go on YouTube and search vendors. You can you can go like Bank of America has a secured uh, business card that you can get. Wells Fargo has a secured business card you can get. Navy Federal has an amazing uh, credit card that you can get for your business. But before you start getting funding, especially if you need it, what you want to make sure that you're doing is you're checking all the boxes correctly so mm -hmm. that you can gain access to a lot of funding that are out there. Because what was happening was we saw a wonderful crisis happen that we're still, I don't know if we're post. We're still in the COVID we're crisis? We're still in. I think we're still in. Okay. Because some people are like, we're post-COVID. I'm like, ow, ow, <laughs> Um, So we're still in the crisis. But with a lot of the, the COVID funding that went out, a lot of people, one, were not educated that they were capable of receiving said funding to keep their business afloat and people who had transitioned from a hobby to mm -hmm. an actual business and said this is what i'm doing all day every day did not have all the legitimate documents to keep the funding going in order mm -hmm. to get those those loans um and we're not talking about the fraudulent stuff we're just talking about the legitimate people <laughs> that, that qualified for it we're not aware of how they could have allocated those resources to get that funding. So mm. a lot of times we miss the mark on a lot of great things. And like, for instance, there is grant there are grants out there for women owned businesses. As long as you're, as long as your business is 51% women owned, you mm. have a slew of grants that are out there for you. As long as your entity is set up correctly. Correctly. That's some powerful information. So listen, I know that you guys have that something to write with and write on and your little hands are moving fast. Keep letting your hands move fast. Take good <laughs> notes. Hit that replay button. Yeah. Because hearing this more than once, it will benefit you. But most importantly, I want you to go to whatever your favorite podcast system platform is. Click as you're listening to this episode, click more and you will be able to find uh, Miss Raquel's contact information, her social media handles, her email um, and website so that you can set yourself up for a one-on-one -on -one appointment with her to learn more in depth about what you need to do to build your business credit. I know you, um, you, we've talked about a lot, we've covered a few things, but the next, the next thing I want you to talk to us about is what is these differences between tier one and tier two vendors? Like what, what is it and why is it important that I know the difference? So when you're, okay, so let me say this. Some mm -hmm. people build their business credit differently. If they ideally have a very high credit score, mm -hmm. they will go in and be a personal guarantor, which means I, Raquel May, am fronting and willing to front the bills for Evolving E Consulting Services, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, if that's not what you want to do, <laughs> you don't want to hold the way to that. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is establish credit um, on the ground level. So there are a lot of companies. The first uh, tier is known as a net 30 account. What okay. that means is that they will front you these um, products or services or goods. Um, mm -hmm. And then you promise to pay within 30 days. Mm -hmm. I let my clients know you pay within 10. 10 to 15 days is when you want to pay so that you can have a clear behavior and a pattern within the credit bureau that mm. not only do I pay my debts, I pay them early. Okay. Um, so the tier, some, some of the, the net 30 vendors, there are places, um, establishments. Like when I lived in Florida, 
Um, yeah, I lived everywhere. Child, Montana, Florida. I'm from Jamaica. Come visit me. Um, but but their location, there's some places that are like cold space. I think they have them now. A lot of cold spaces. Mm-hmm. They will give you access to their location, and they will then bill you where you have to pay within 30 days. Okay. Um, they then report that information to Dun & Bradstreet, and not all of them. There are a mm-hmm. lot of Tier 30 accounts that only report to Experian and mm-hmm. do not report to Duns & Bradstreet. Okay. Duns & Bradstreet rules are just a little bit stricter. But the number one um, accounts that are like Quill, uh, Uline, those are some easy to get trade lines that are available. Sometimes with them, you have to make, place your first order and mm-hmm. then make that first order payment. And then the next order you can have invoiced mm-hmm. um, once they saw that you've made the initial payment on that first order. Um, but basically what you want to do is each tier that you go on, mm-hmm. you want to have at least five interactions before you move on to the next tier of accounts. So the first tier is normally the net 30 accounts. Mm-hmm. The tier two are normally store cards. So that's like UPS, Sam's Club, um, Staples. Oh, I love my Staples account. Y'all <laughs> Staples like I'm a boss. <laughs> Staples and Office Max, we have a loving relationship. I go in there like print, print. Um, so I definitely love those. But those are like tier two accounts. And then you have tier three accounts that are available and those are your regular credit cards um such as like amexes um um you know a mastercard visas things of those natures so you want to start from one level and work your way up Mm -hmm. as you're as you're going through the building stages on your account however um however i think we're having some oh can you hear me can you hear me? Yes. Okay. However, um, it, you want to make sure that you basically build it properly so that you can have a great foundation and move forward without securing your own, um, using your own credit to fund the business. And a lot of times it's, it's a quick hop. When I say mm-hmm. five interactions, so depending on the products that you use, like Ink, Ink is my friend. We, we have a great relationship. I send letters all day long. <laughs> I send letters all day long. Like all day long. <laughs> I send letters. And the letters that I send um allows me to stop um to stop the clients from mm-hmm. having to worry about collections and things of that nature. Um, but I I also use like a color printer and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it gives me a little bit more access to like get paper, get toner, um, get envelopes, things of that nature you want to solidify. So, so with this, it's it's important to build um, relationship and grow it from tier one, tier two to tier three. But in picking the right vendor, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, it's also important to pick the vendors based off of what your business needs actually are. Like uh-huh. you, like you have that relationship with ink because you use a lot of it and what you yeah. do, you know yeah. these are you want to establish relationships not just randomly but you want to build relationships because if I run out of ink I need to be able to be invoiced and get my ink when I need it. If I am one who 
uses a ton of office supplies. I want that great relationship with Staples. If I'm one that has transportation and I have vehicles that I have to run with, I want to have a good relationship with uh, a vendor that allows me to pay for gas at specific gas stations through my um, credit card from them, like a department, like you said, like a department store credit card. So it's not something random. It's uh, something that should be strategic. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of times I think people are not aware of things that they can purchase. Like mm -hmm. if you're at home daycare, you can purchase toiletries from these locations. Mm. Now I am a coupon holic. So I understand that I can get coupons from Dollar <laughs> General for less. But if my goal and what I need is in order to go ahead and cultivate the business, mm -hmm. is I need to buy toilet paper from this location, then mm -hmm. I'm going to purchase said toilet paper from that location. Correct. Correct. To, to build my platform that I need for my business so I can get the funding that I'm looking for. That you're now, looking for. again, if you have a 700 and 800 credit score, by all means, and, and not only that, even if you don't have those credit scores, I like to explain um, relationships are key. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking any bank. I've worked for several of them. <laughs> so, but you, I don't care if you're going to a big bank or you're going to a credit union or you're going to um, a, a, a non-traditional um, lending facility. Relationships mm -hmm. are key. Mm -hmm. And in the financial industry, along with your credit and, and how credit was established many, many moons ago was mm -hmm. that they actually looked at the caliber of person that you were as to whether or not they extended and said, OK, this is a businessman and he goes to work every day. Granted, it was not always for our community, so we would <laughs> always get less out of it, but it, credit was originally established based on relationships mm -hmm. and what they thought based on you going to work every day that you were going to be able to pay this back. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a relationship with your actual lending institution, then you need to create one. Like I know my banker's name. When mm -hmm. I worked at a banking in institution, I knew that banker's name as well. Right? Those are all keys to building your platform. Because here's what people don't understand. When you have those level of relationships, it changes the whole dynamic of conversations. When I worked at a bank and I used to be the manager, I, I started out as a manager for a teller at one point. I My banking career actually started out in small business, which is so funny. Like it started out in the small business sector where I was seeing people with like, $250,000 accounts and, and they were like, oh, I do hair all day. What do you do? What, what you, you're buying $250,000 worth of hair? Like how much hair do you need? <laughs> and I had no idea, right? I started in the small business sector. And as I continued and I, trans, and I transferred over from being in the call center environment, like taking the calls, back office stuff to actually being in branch, like, my tellers, when I went into branches, I had tellers that would know when someone was about to have a baby mm. and they could position it to where, hey, such and such is about to have a baby or they're about to have a grandbaby. You know, they might be looking to get da da da, mm -hmm. whether they need a car, whether they need this. These conversations that you have, oh, I'm thinking about starting a business. You're telling Cindy at the register, you're telling, you know, Jesse at the register, you're telling them this information at mm -hmm. the register. Their, their job, once they get that information, is to help you reach that goal. 
if you have a relationship. relationship. If you're mm-hmm. not having a relationship, they don't know how to offer you services. They, and they're pitch, they're pitching things to you based on their bank based on their banking algorithms mm-hmm. instead of pitching things to you based on your needs. So if you then have a conversation with Judy at the front and say, "Hey, I'm looking to open my barbershop in a couple of months. I want to, you know, I'm finishing barbering school. This is what I want to do." They can then transition and help you figure out what do you need to do for them to be the person that you go to. Mm. The is on debt now. They trying to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's some real good information. Relationships yeah. are key, you know. Yeah. Uh, I have a good friend who um is a uh, is a coach and one of her um one of her things that she teaches her clients is resources flow through relationships yeah and the first time she said it to me i was like oh sis that's powerful i'm gonna have to that's teach so that good. i'm gonna have to teach that i'm gonna borrow that but it's so listening to you say that um re- resources flow through relationships my relationship with my banker, my relationship with the people at my credit union, mm-hmm. my relationship with those who can help position me to get the resources that I need. That's a powerful thing. And mm-hmm. we're talking about building business credit. If I've established a relationship with my banking, what, where I do my business at for my business banking, mm-hmm. I've established that relationship as I'm building my business credit, my relationship is going to help give me leverage in Absolutely. this application. Absolutely. And that and that does it, that does depend on the institution you go to. I personally mm-hmm. feel like when it comes to business relationships, I feel like there's way more flexibility on the credit union side mm-hmm. um, rather than on the banking side. However, mm-hmm. if you're and I'm gonna be very transparent, I've worked with Chase, I've worked with Wells Fargo, I've worked with PNC, I've worked with Bank America. Mm-hmm. When I tell you they if you're bringing in the dollars they'll figure something out they'll figure it out <laughs> they'll figure it out but they need to know that you're bringing in the dollars so i've mm-hmm. seen situations where someone comes in and they have a million dollar account but no one knew them no mm-hmm. one knew them so the mm-hmm. funds are coming in and they're like well i need this done today and you're upset because you're bringing in a million dollars to this institution but this institution does not know you mm-hmm. So what are you benefiting from having this relationship? And the reality of it is that I want us to challenge in our business walk, Mm -hmm. looking at reciprocity on, I'm giving you a service. I'm Mm -hmm. staying here. You Mm -hmm. can take your business to such and such bank. What are they going to give you in return? If you pay attention, a lot of banks give you like sign-on bonuses, kind of like you're drafted in the NBA. You're drafted with the bank. Right. (laughs) Come and sign up with me Mm -hmm. and we'll give you two hundred dollars. What banking institution counts on is a lot of times they call it 10. If they get you in with more than five products, you're stuck with them. Mm. So they want your checking account. They want your savings account. Mm -hmm. They want your credit card. They want your auto loan. Okay. then they want your mortgage. Where you going to go? Where you going to go with them? You going with them? Because I have you in here already. So now, naturally, since I already have you, what does that mean? I'm going to have your kids <laughs> by default. Because when it's time for them to come of age to get said product, guess who they're going to come to? Me. Because you already are here. So where mm-hmm. are you going to go to? The bank that you're already with. And That's a lot of times people don't understand the dynamic of that relationship. 
understanding I'm giving you my business. My direct deposit is coming in here every every day. My mm -hmm. customers' deposits, my merchant services, whatever is coming in. What are they giving you on the back end? And if you don't know what it is, that's okay. What do you want? And if that mm -hmm. thing cannot provide it to you, then mm -hmm. you need to find another relationship that can. That can. That's awesome. Listen, Ms. Raquel, you've been laying down tools since the beginning of the broadcast. Like, this is fabulous. We definitely will have to have you back for a second episode because I do want to be mindful of the time. And I always yes. promise my guests will try to keep it between 30 to 40 minutes. But Absolutely. We've talked about the importance of the relationships we need to have with our bankers, and that's personally and professionally, but building our business credit. You laid the foundation on what business owners need to make sure that they have in place to begin the proper setup of mm -hmm. um, even looking at wanting to establish business mm -hmm. credit, your social presence, with your social media, your website, your phone number, your email address. That actual physical address of your business and if it's you're running your business from your home the necessities of that virtual address and how we can get it easily you know yeah. digital phone numbers and how we can get those easily you don't want to you don't necessarily have to go make a whole lot of bills nope some of these things are available to you for free or close to free mm -hmm. to fit your budget find what fits your budget at the time getting that done in Bradstreet which is free your EIN is free and of course You've already made yourself a legal entity through whatever your uh, secretary of state's office is, that LLC, C-Corp, S-Corp, uh, partnership, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is. Those are things we need to make sure that we have in place on that road to building business credit. And absolutely, you've told us about the tier one, tier two and tier three uh, vendors. Mm -hmm. uh, but what you haven't told us is. How can they reach out to you? Because you've given us a lot to absorb. Ow, and if you ow, replay it one or two times, right, you're like, it's going to produce questions. So how <laughs> can the listeners reach out and touch you? Well, my um, my handles are all Evolving Eve. If you are on Instagram, it's Evolving Eve Services. If you are on Facebook, it's Evolving Eve. Um, my website is Evolved Life now.com um if you're willing to evolve you're willing to change your credit you ready to do the work um give me a call even if you're not ready because i sometimes i'll have consultation calls where i will go over everything with you and i'll do a free audit to tell you what's going on with your credit mm -hmm. and then if it's not the right time for you we can talk about a plan that will work for you so that you can then get ready because mm -hmm. i think that's what's really missing in the credit repair and credit building realm is mm -hmm. sometimes I like the information, but I'm not paying my, my accounts on time right now. I don't mm -hmm. have the, the fluid liquid assets to add something else onto my plate. Mm -hmm. So if you guys go to my website, I actually have a free budgeting tool that should be uploaded tomorrow. Um, actually today, it should be up there today. So you guys can actually see that free budgeting tool and you can get the ebook for business credit on these sites as well. So y'all can get into it, get it started. Um, uh, again, the website is evolvedlifenow.com. Um, you can also email me at support, support at evolvedlifenow.com. <laughs> Cause like I said, evolving Eve coach at Gmail still popping. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no worries, ladies. No worries, ladies and gentlemen. All of her social media handles as well as her contact information is located in the show notes. So just go to the show notes and uh, whatever way is easiest for you to reach out to uh, Miss Raquel, please do so. Um, again, Raquel, thank you so much for being a great guest and adding so much value to our listeners. It's been a pleasure. We we'll definitely have to get you on again yes, uh, here in the very near future. Yes, yes. But uh, thank you so much. This oh, is Laquita Mondley, and this has been another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I want to know what you think and how you feel about the, uh, the information that I've been given. So on your favorite podcast listening platform, please, Give us a rating and leave us a review. Let me know what you love about what I'm doing. And if you say, hey, look, I don't even like what you're doing, much less love it. I want to know that too. Let me know what you think I can do or need to do to improve the value that we're bringing to our listeners because I do appreciate your time and the sacrifices that you make to tune into the Laquita Toolbox. So let me hear from you. Until next time, this is Laquita Mondley. You guys have a blessed day. This has been another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I'd like to thank you guys so much for the show today. I'd love to hear from you. We really want to get your feedback. I want to know if there's things on here that you love, and I do want to know if there's things on here that you don't love. So make sure to look in the show notes and find our calendar link as well as our email address because we want to hear from you. Go out to your favorite podcast listing platform and leave us a review. If you liked it, I want to hear from you. If you didn't like it, I really like your honest feedback on what we can do to make the show better. Again, if you liked it or if you didn't like it, we do want to hear from you. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. I'd also like to take this time once again to thank the sponsors of today's episode, and that's Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to hear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get half off the purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenantpress.com, www.covenant-press.com. To get half off your purchase of $40 or more, make sure you put favored in that discount code at the checkout. Tell your friends and your family all about covenantpress.com so that we can all participate in sharing the message. Thank you guys so much again. This is Laquita Monley, and I pray that you have a blessed day.